TheItSpot.com Bon 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 on the autobahn. Listening to Air Up My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. And I'm Nordhor. Welcome back to another exciting episode. Or rather, a potentially exciting episode. We have no idea. Anything can happen. What, but, what percentage of them would you say are actually exciting? I'm, I'm not sure. I would say 2.5. It still allows me to say another exciting episode. Right, because or there may have been one or two. Exactly. I think we should say potentially interesting. No, potentially listenable. Welcome back. You're listening to another potentially listenable. And possibly epi- interesting. <laughs> episode of Air Up My Shorts. I'm Nordhor. And I'm Preston Buttons. How's it going, Buttons? Did you go for a swim last night? I did, as a matter of fact. Good. I heard it was so hot there yesterday that you had the vapors. <laughs> it uh, it was certainly unusually hot for this area. I heard it was Miami hot. That's how it was put to me by several people. Yeah. Miami but, hot. Well, I think it was... I don't know if this is with the humidity or without, but that it was about 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, Fahrenheit. Not Celsius or we'd all be dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the conversion, do you know? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I think it was 37 degrees Celsius, which I think comes out to about 100 or maybe 97 or something. Like, it's close. And then the humidity made it feel like 45. I'm ashamed to admit this, but, and I'm sure it won't come as a surprise at all, neither means shit to me. Fahrenheit or Celsius, except when it comes to my oven, I have no fucking clue. My brain and weather just don't work that way. Like, I have no idea what the temperature feels like. So if somebody says, how hot is it there today? And I have to actually look it up and get it from my weather app because I have no clue. So 100 degrees Fahrenheit is 37 degrees Celsius. So it was 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Which means that um, 45 with the humidity mm-hmm. uh, meant it was 113 degrees. So that's pretty warm. That sounds pretty warm. So, well, so yes, to answer your question. You did go swimming. I did go out to my mom's place and, uh, and go for a swim. I like the way you say mom. My mommy. Mm-hmm. My mommy's place. You're a mama's boy. Was she home? Yes. And did Miss, she make did Miss, she make you dinner? No, no, no. Mrs. Buttons and I went out and we picked up dinner on the way. And for your mother as well, I hope. Yes. Okay, good. And so we went for a swim and then we had the dinner. Nice. That sounds like a lovely evening. In the air conditioning. Yeah, I knew that was one of your primary objectives. And then came back to super humidity in my cave. Yes. You got to do something about the cave, seriously. 
it crossed my mind. I know you don't need to hear about it. You know better than anybody. But it crossed my mind how long ago in our episodes we were talking about the same apartment you're in now. And you were calling it temporary. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. it, it is temporary. <laughs> seven years worth of temporary um i can't believe that it is actually about seven years well it's been seven years of shows and i think only maybe the first half a year of recording you were in your last apartment possibly oh quite possibly i I think i think we may have had a, a you were moving episode or you were losing that awesome apartment you had before Yes, this this is really not making me very happy. I'm sorry. It just it crossed my mind that you're still in that cave. I know it still it kind of feels like I've been here three years. That's the uh, scary thing. Do you have any idea how actually long it's been? No, but it's probably about six years. Damn, it's been a long time. That's not good. No. And who knows, maybe if I get some kind of employment, uh, I'll be able to do something about it. I did about five years in the place before. Yeah, it was lovely. That was a very nice place. You were spoiled there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's talk about something more upbeat. What else is new with you? Um, I was hoping to get some footage done for a video over the weekend, but I did not. But this week, we're supposed to be doing it. So we'll see. Cool. That'll be fun. That's for that video shoot for diseases? Yes. Mm, It's disease. Not not diseases. Uh The the artist disease. Oh, I thought it was like a public health announcement. Well, you can interpret it however you want. I think it should be a PSA for disease. (laughs) And you have you have some experience in that area. The one you did for asbestos was awesome. <laughs> oh, yes, that was a PSA. It was a PSA. I was in it. Yes, you were. Yes, I was. It was fun. Um, what else? What else? What else? Seen any good movies? Any good TV? Any good anything? Did I talk about the Sweeney last week? Mm-mm. What's a Sweeney? Watch the Sweeney. Uh, it was a... 70s TV show. Watch the first uh, season of it. It's an excellent, excellent uh, show. I've never heard of it. You know what? It's one of those shows uh, The Persuaders also fits in with this where it was something that was on when I was a kid and I maybe saw an episode when I was like five or whatever. Jesus. It's always been in my head but I don't really know anything about it. I've never heard of either of them. Um, Sweeney is, it's a cop show and to say they're crooked cops isn't correct, but they're very tough cops and they don't, they don't mind breaking the law if it means getting bad guys. And it was kind of one of the first gritty cop shows uh, ever. I'm curious. You know, they don't, you know, they beat people up and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's really good. Was it like canon? I don't remember Canon that much, but no, I from what I remember from Canon, it wasn't like that at all. Okay. I watched a lot of Canon. Canon I, beat I, people up? He doesn't look like he beat in. I loved watching Canon run. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. In Funny, my, I do remember that. In my head, watching Canon run is like one of the best TV things of all time. I don't know why. 
But I think we've said before that when I was at the era these shows would have been on, we didn't have cable in the town I grew up in. So we only had three TV stations and two of them were local. So (laughs) it's quite possible that I didn't get either Sweeney or The Persuader because neither of them rings a bell at all. Yeah, well, they would have been on PBS or TVO or something like that. Um, oh, were, were they Canadian shows? No, no, no. They're British. Yay. Way better. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, probably any of our English listeners would know, but the Sweeney is made up of John Thaw, who played Inspector Morris, and, oh, fuck, his name's Terry something, no? It's fuck. called The Sweeney? Yes. Why, why the the? Why the the? Uh, I'll tell you in a sec. The uh, the other guy, anyway, played Minder, and he's on New Tricks. It was the pair of them that made up the main characters. It's called the Sweeney because it's a, it's a division of the police called the Flying Squad, and that rhymes with Sweeney Todd, so they call it Sweeney. It's Cockney. Goodness. They're, al- they're also that's called... That's really cool. They're called the Heavy Mob as well. That's really interesting trivia. It's a... Well, that's what they actually call them, the the, act, the Flying Squad. I think it has some other name, but that was his traditional name. And so why, why are they called the Flying Squad? Because back in the old days when it was formed, I don't know, in the 30s maybe, it, uh, it could cross jurisdictional boundaries. They could go anywhere they wanted to. Catch. Oh, like puddle jumpers. So they could fly around, but it, flying was the flying was metaphorical. It wasn't. They have nothing to do with planes. It just means that they could go wherever they wanted. That's cool. They have no jurisdiction. Yeah. Awesome. That's power. They're um, I can't remember. They're they're the something crime unit, and it's mostly, like they're not homicide or anything. They're uh, robberies. Hmm. You know, like bank robberies or big, like not petty crime, but big stuff. I hope you won't be offended by this, but you're actually interesting me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a first for everything. I know. I know. I think we should celebrate this moment. (laughs) We should celebrate the moments of our lives. At this time, this is a big moment. Interesting. <laughs> this is a big moment in era of my shorts history. You're telling me stuff that I'm interested in. I'm actually listening to you. And they've made a new one too, just this year, with um, fuck, what's his name? He was a guy in Sexy Beast and Ben Kingsley. No, the uh, the main guy in Sexy Sexy Beast. Who the hell, the main guy in Sexy Beast was Ben Kingsley. No, he wasn't the main character. He was the bad guy. What? Ray Winstone. I don't know who that is. Uh, You'd know him to see him. He's been in a bunch of things. Why do I think of Ben Kingsley as the main character in Sexy Beast? Well, he was was the memorable character, but he he wasn't the protagonist. It's been a long time since I've seen Sexy Beast, and I have very little memory of it except for Ben Kingsley standing by a pool. That's all I remember. Yeah, well, that guy's pool. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that dude's pool. Dennis Waterman is the other guy from The Sweeney. I'm going to have to look this show up because it sounds so up my alley. Oh, it's great. There's like four 
four seasons or something like that. And I know that they have the second one at my local video store that I'll watch soon. But it's it's great show. Is it still the same local video store? It's still there? Yep. Queen, Queen Video. Vi- yay! Oh, yay! That makes me happy. I get really sad when I hear about places like that going out of business. Yeah, I hope it doesn't happen soon or anything. I hope, I hope you keep them in business. Try. I certainly do. I'm there enough. The Persuaders, by the way, which I, as I say, I haven't seen, but I'd like to. Uh, that was a show with um, Roger Moore and Tony Curtis as I, they're some kind of con men of some kind, I think. Hmm. I think that just did a couple of seasons, but that's next on my list. Sounds good, too. So there. So there. I had a dream. An impossible dream? Well, I'd like to think so, but actually it is. A, it's, considering the people involved, it's a very possible dream. I had this dream <laughs> that um, uh, Robocop Craig from the Vinyl Countdown podcast with our friend Keith McNally. Yes. Robocop Craig, in my dream had this party that was a a pitchers and jerk-off party. Oh, Jesus. Like uh, pitchers of beer? Yeah, and it was like a guy's <laughs> night out kind of party <laughs> at, at, at his apartment. But his apartment kind of looked like a shitty bar. Um, and the idea is is that, you know, you'd, you'd sit around, you'd be drinking pitchers, but then, you know, if if you felt like you wanted to or, or had an opportunity, you'd go find a, a place in somewhere in his apartment to jerk off. <laughs> wow. What, what did you eat before you went to I, bed? I don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, and I tried to. Uh, but I can't remember what room that I was in. Like, uh, I think I was in his mother's room for some reason. <laughs> and, and I just like the door wouldn't close or something. So I, I didn't feel I had enough privacy and it was oh. uncomfortable. And Oh, it's a frustration dream. Yeah. I can, I can um, analyze that for you. The thing is then later, of course, it changed into something completely else where we were, uh, trying to es- escape or something. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I ha- I haven't mentioned that to him yet. I I I should because you have to considering. Have to. Yeah, as I say, it's not an impossible dream because I could see him saying, "Hey, you know what? I've thought of having a party like that. Let's have a pitchers and jerkoff party." <laughs> I, uh, you mean you didn't get your invitation? Uh, yeah, might have already happened. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a total frustration dream. That's that's got layers and layers of Freudian layers to uh, it. Uh, yes, yes, it certainly does. Yep, I like it. I'm calling this episode Chekhov Party. <laughs> Why didn't you just call it Pictures and Jerkoff Party? Because it's too long. It won't fit in the window. We have one episode that has a name that's too long, and I've always been very conscious of that since. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, well what's up with you? I hear you're having some problems with your uh, upstairs neighbor. Yes, but I can't talk about it at the moment. I wish I could so much. I'm just dying for her to die or something. Oh, that's so mean. I, I'm like, going to edit that out. What do you think? Um, 
at the moment, does she have like a glass to the floor or something listening to? No, I'm just, I'm super paranoid. She's crazy, 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 like psycho crazy. I'm not exaggerating, like crazy. Uh, you should call the cops. I have. Oh, you have? Yes. It's and, been a while, though. It's, oh, you should call them again. Yes, I need to make another official report. Yeah, um, you can't wait days, though. No, no, I. It, it's an ongoing situation. The last report I made was was at the time of the worst of the incidents. Anyway, I just I really don't want Eric to hear me saying this. <laughs> I'm I'm super paranoid. You can you can whisper the whole thing. She she might actually shoot me through the floor. Ah. I'm that scared of her. Isn't isn't uh, some of the stuff that she done like you know biochemical attack? Can't you yes. call the FBI or something? I think I sh- I should be able to cart her away. Yeah, maybe I'm just not thinking big enough. Anyway, I'm going to monitor activities and eventually I'll be able to tell this story on the air. It's really long and there are so many incidents involved. It's frightening. But if I tell it now and she's actually home, I'll be too scared to finish the show. I'll be, like hiding under my bed. Well, we're going to have to get you to phone in from somewhere. Yeah, you're right. I'll have, I'll have to do some sort of covert, I'll be the phone guest from some other location. Uh, or just do remote uh, recording. Yeah. Yeah, we from, can do that. From a patio or something. <laughs> anyway, um, I have... I have Not I, the patios have treated you well either. That's true. I know. Where, they, I'm running out of places where I can feel safe. That's, I know. This is, this is a strange Freudian episode all over. <laughs> like, I need to just like curl up in a ball in the corner and rock myself back and forth until this all goes away. Anyway, um, I I think I told you last week I have recently been thrilled to have been rediscovering the mediocre show. And I am, I feel like such a giant shithead for losing track and losing touch with them. And for, I don't know why, I haven't, there was no reason for me to stop listening. I think, you know, I just got caught up in my own shit and... I haven't listened in years. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I remember listening. Like, I don't know, the new guy, who may not even be new anymore, but uh, it was... Or maybe or was, maybe there's even a newer guy since the one you think is the well, new that, guy. That, that, that's, that's what I mean. They, it was the two, like, original guys. Well, yeah. Eric, Eric tomorrow, and then the other guy joined him after a while, and they did it for years. And then I think they had a guy fill in for a little bit, and then they got a permanent replacement, maybe. Well, I'm listening in reverse chronological order, so I will eventually be able to fill in those blanks. I'm not there yet, but um, so far, the entire raffle painting has been painted, every square millimeter of it, to the sound of the mediocre show in reverse chronological order. And I'm enjoying every second of it. I really enjoyed it, but I found that they had a fair amount of dead air and their show was like three hours long or something. Not anymore. They do not have dead air. It's so good. 
it's I'm I'm so very 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 happy to be listening again. It's it just it makes me warm and fuzzy all over. But uh, the real reason I was bringing it up is because Eric he was telling this awful story. He's had something unfortunately very similar to my year ago situation happen. He's lost a hundred percent of his hearing in his left ear. Yikes! And they don't know if he's going to get it back. And this is just, this is brand new news. He's on vacation right now. They're taking this week off. And it's just heartbreaking to me to know what he's going to go through with this. It's a little too close to home. You know, it's his, it's his passion. It's his, you know, brutal, brutal. And they have no idea what caused it. Nothing caused it. He just woke up one morning and had no hearing in his left ear. None. Wow. Scary. Everybody think positive thoughts for Eric's ear hole, because um, that's scary. Yeah, that's not nice. He plays it's, in a band or something, doesn't he? I think he uh, produces or mixes or yeah, he's definitely, audio is a big part of that's, his life. That's let's, a bad thing if you're doing that's, stereo. Exactly. Let's just put it that way. Audio is a big part of his life, including and beyond the podcast, so... It made me very sad. Anyway, I just turned things ugly. Um, but I have developed a, a secret small girl crush on his wife, so. What, is she on the show, too? Uh-huh. Don't say it that way. How did I say it? <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I should have known that. Well, I should have known it, too, but I didn't. Like I said, you know, I started with the live episode last Wednesday, and I'm working my way backward from week to week so yeah i mean i'm eventually going to get to the point where they added her and they added the other co-host and you know back to where i left off (laughs) but i'm really enjoying the process they kick ass they absolutely kick ass well yes and my beer's empty and we should read a story yes we should Mm Hmm. so give me three seconds to get a Lukewarm one because my fridge is unplugged. Okay. Be right back. BRB. Hello, well. No wonder the neighbor complains. She, she's very noisy. You're still talking? There's an audience. Oh, right. <laughs> that always freaks me out when when I can hear your voice coming out of the headphones before I put them on. And I'm like, why? Who's he talking to? <laughs> He's crazy. Doesn't he know that I'm not here? <laughs> Doesn't he know that I left? I said BRB. So. Yes. We have a story. We don't have a lot of stories. We are very, very thin on stories. Very low in the bag area. Our yeah, bag is yeah. low. We definitely need some submissions to come in. Agreed. Agreed. So, having said that, as Did I... You, you just belched. As I, I kind of belched into the mic. It was like a little mini closed yeah. mouth belt. It wasn't. It, it wasn't intentional or anything. It just kind of. It's. It kind of snuck its way out. 
I really wish you'd drink things with ice cubes. Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, but you need to start again. It's really, it's, it's, what's, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. You, it, ki- it kills my vibe. It kills my, there's some 70s thing that I want to say that I can't remember. <laughs> well, I can't help you. Okay, we've got a story. Hey, Buttons and TWW, or TWW, as we say up here. (laughs) Where we enunciate. My buddy, the fabulous Penguin, sent you in a combo story for edition 143, Ash to Mouth, which was written by a group of people, one paragraph per person. We had an episode called Ash to Mouth? That's brilliant. (laughs) Very clever. Who writes this shit? I don't know. You should bottle that stuff, though. (laughs) At the time, he asked me if you guys would read it. I said, sure, they'll read anything. They'd read chipmunk porn if you sent it to him. Well, here's your chance to prove me right. It's a little short. Insert joke here. I'm not writing your jokes for you. <laughs> I guess writing chipmunk porn isn't as much fun as you think. Anyway, hope you enjoy Sam and Susie. And that is from Max Max. Yay, Max Max. Formerly uh, from Countless Screaming Argonauts with the uh, Fabulous Penguin. This is when they were still recording, I, I think, if, if I'm not what mistaken. What is the date? The date is November 7th, 2010. So it was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely recording. Uh, it must have been in that secret pocket of the bottom, the false bottom of the mailbag that we keep losing stuff in. And we really do need people to remind us if you have sent a story that we didn't read and we are bitching about not having stories, please remind us because that's how we found this one. Sometimes the, that false bottom just really fucks with our heads. So, yes, uh, Max Max has moved on from the Countless Screaming Argonauts well, podcast, as we recently. mentioned recently and does the eight minutes on high. Uh, and the fabulous penguin is living his life, whatever that means. He's loving his wife and taking pictures. I think that's the update we got from Max Max. Pictures or it didn't happen. What? He said pictures or it didn't happen. That's what I say. I don't know what that means. Oh, really? It's a thing called the internet. When you get on it, you'll probably hear it. Anyway, here's the story. Sam and Susie by Max Max. Chipmunk Susie <laughs> met Chipmunk Sam. Are they? Are they? Are those the actual names in the song? They are the names, but they weren't chipmunks. They were muskrat. Oh, muskrat, right? <laughs> so I don't know whether he thought they were chipmunks in the song, or he's just playing homage to the song, <laughs> but they're chipmunks instead of muskrats. What is the difference between a chipmunk and a muskrat? Probably several pounds, I'm sure. I don't actually know what a muskrat is. Muskrat, I think they're like kind of gophers that hang around in the water. Sort of like beavers, but... What, it's like a cross between um, an otter and a... Wow, a ferret? No, I think it's more like a beaver without the tail. And the dam building uh, abilities. So they don't do shit? It's like a a water rat. Essentially. 
I think I, I think we have to do some research there because I don't actually know what a muskrat is, and I'm not sure you do either. No. But either I, way, yes, I, these, I don't care. These are the same names from the okay. song Muskrat oh, Love. All right, well, continue. Chipmunk Susie met Chipmunk Sam on the road to Glendale. That's the end of the sentence. It's on to you, Buttons. <laughs> Your turn to read buttons. Standing in the middle. <laughs> 26 and play chicken with pickup trucks. I don't, don't think, think we you know I don't think we can keep this up. I don't know the tune well enough actually. No, <laughs> I, I, I know parts of it, but I could tell because you just repeated the uh, the verse where uh, again that I just did yeah. and that's not where you should have started. Anyway, Sam and Susie by Max Max. Chipmunk Susie met Chipmunk Sam on the road to Glendale. Standing in the middle of Pennsylvania Route 26, Sam played chicken with pickup trucks. Sam, I was very salivatory there. Hold on. Sam played chicken with pickup trucks, hoping Susie would be impressed. One time he ducked and rolled at the same time the driver swerved and actually brushed Sam's fur. With his steel-belted radials, Susie thought Sam was cute. Susie, standing in the drainage ditch, was wet. And despite the crisp early autumn air, she was hot. Hot. Susie was a little rounder, a little plumper in all the right places, and a little more chipper than most of the girls Sammy knew. I was half reading it and half listening to you, and I thought it was going to say a little more chipmunkier, chipmunkier <laughs> than all the other girls. And she had those big, bright black eyes that sparkled at him when she crinkled her nose so cutely. Oh, Sammy's so skinny. <laughs> Susie was the prize. Sam would do anything to win her to be with her, to see her raise her tail. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> Is that a euphemism for something? No, I think it's just flat out there. To see <laughs> her raise her tail. Sammy wanted to mount Susie, and after his heroics, Susie knew she would bend and lift her little chipmunk tail for Sammy whenever he wanted. Well, there doesn't sound like there's a problem. No, I think this is consensual chipmunk sex. Back in their little love nest, Sammy and Susie were warm. Sammy's place was a notch in an old larch facing Farmer Joe's shed. I wonder if that's just a Joe. I think it is probably just a Joe's shed, but I don't know if just a Joe is a farmer. Hmm. As it was autumn and he was burning some leaves in the afternoon, they had a nice warm fire with which to dry Susie off. She was wet. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. I forgot. I had to look back, so that's why I thought I'd remind our listeners she was wet. <laughs> Thanks, Jay Leno. Am I reading this one? I had to scroll, so I was hoping you might. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't scrolled up yet. All I can see is dry Susie off. Sammy helped Susie out of her wet jeans. Her little chipmunk bustier. Ooh, her, that's adorable. 
and her faux leather jacket. There she was as God made her, round and perky, and just that way that had Sammy standing up in the wood. <laughs> Why didn't that say Gabe Sammy Wood? <laughs> I, I, again, it's a euphemism, I think. Susie could feel Sammy's heat as he moved behind her. She could feel his excitement. <gasps> How Sam- much wood would a chipmunk get if a chipmunk could get wood? <laughs> Sammy just looked at her at first and then began to fondle her fur. Go ahead, she said. I want you. (laughs) Sammy pistoned his love into Susie like a Mercedes on the Audubon. That's quite a visual. (laughs) I love it. It's fun, fun, fun on the Audubon. He arrived at Munich and then went on to Bonn and then to Berlin. (laughs) (laughs) Chipmunks don't growl, do they? I don't believe they do. Susie fell to her knees from the force of his powerful emissions. (laughs) I wish my chair wasn't squeaking so much. It's the chair, I swear. Later, as Susie slept, Sammy went out to find more nuts and was crushed by a three-quarter ton Yukon Denali. Oh! But the next spring, Susie could tell that the boldest of her brood looked just like Sammy. (laughs) Ta-da! Oh, Max Max. Yes, that was uh, <laughs> Sam and Sue by Max Max. Uh, well. Wow. Yeah, it, it's true. We'll read even about chipmunk sex, so there you go. It was a little short. Uh, then again, so are chipmunks. You were supposed to say, that's what she said. Oh. That's what she said. Anyway, let's have a phone call. I think we should have a phone call. I really liked that story. <laughs> so did I, actually. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, like, maybe more than I should have. Sammy pistoned his love into Susie. Now I've forgotten how... Like to... a Mercedes on the Autobahn. I've forgotten how to go about this again. Shit. Skype home. Susie no. fell to her knees from the force of his chipmunk love. Wait, you've forgotten how to call people? Yeah. Every time. Every damn time. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy you. birthday, dear Disco Lou. <laughs> Happy birthday. Day to you and many more. Thank you, thank you, you lovely word. How are you? <laughs> Disco Lou, you're on the air with Air Out My Shorts. I can't afford to have many more at this point. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, my God. If you knew how many years on this earth I've experienced so many different things, I don't deserve to live many more. That's not true. You're not that many years ahead of us i got quite a few on you. Yeah. I just look really good. 
You do. You do look very good. In, in the words, of, in the words of Indiana Jones, it's not the years, baby. It's the mileage. <laughs> Preston, Preston, oh my buttons! It's been too long, my friend. It has Before been ages. <laughs> We're calling to see how you're celebrating your birthday. It's very low key. I'll have you know. I'd love to give you some elaborate story of of wine, women, and song, and far-off travels. But I'm just having a pleasant dinner with my mom right now Aww. and my two brothers. How's and we're, we're interrupting dinner with your mom? <laughs> That's okay. She's looking at me quizzically, especially when I said, hi, word whore. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, I feel guilty now. We thought we'd Don't catch you between work and dinner. Don't you worry. I uh, uh, I love the surprise. It's ever so pleasant. It's been such a long time, and uh, I look forward to doing this all over again when I can compose myself and not have those quizzical eyes staring at me. But well, I appreciate the call and the sentiment and the birthday wishes, and I wish I'd like to forget this particular birthday, but hey, <laughs> life goes around only once. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Well, can we say hello to your brother for five seconds? Oh, uh, this is a this is a brother. I don't oh. know, Matt. Oh, it's uh, not it's not the brother who sent us the story. No, he'll be here shortly. Oh but, uh, shoot! He's not here at the moment. He's not here at the moment. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> we do still have some questions about his story. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> call back in uh, in uh, twenty minutes, half an hour, and he'll be here, and you can ask him all the questions you want. Sounds good. Okay, well, have a wonderful birthday, and we're thinking Thank of you. you, and we're celebrating in absentia. I love it. I love it. Have many, many, too many drinks for me. Done and done. Naturally. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Shall we uh, wrap things up? Uh, sure. Why not? I want to thank everybody for their very, very kind raffle ticket purchases. Um, tickets have been purchased from, like, friggin' all over the world, which is really, really, really cool. Yay! Yay! Uh, still a long way to go. Two months left in the raffle. Please get your tickets before it's too late. And there's some really cool stuff going on on the Air Up My Shorts Facebook page. I noticed today someone started writing a communal story and is asking people to help him finish it, which is the first time that's ever happened, and it's based on a plot plunger plunge. So I would love to see that become a regular event. I think that's super cool. I'm trying not to read it because, as you know, we don't read the stories before we air them. So I'm trying not to pay attention, but I did pipe in and say, please, somebody help this guy finish his story. This is such a great idea. Um, I love the communal story idea. And that full circles back to uh, the fabulous penguin and how we began this episode. I like when things go full circle. Visit our website, www.airoutmyshorts.com. And then send us your stories. Yes, please. At yes, we, please. Yes, we, we just definitely need some more. Agreed, agreed. Um, call our audio comment line at 30576 shows. That's 30576 shows, as in shows me your.
Chipmunk Wood. Nice. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. We're raffling off an original painting by me, the word whore. For only $25, you could own a little something I had my dirty, dirty hands all over all summer long. Every single penny goes directly towards paying for the fact that I still have both of those hands and can still almost sort of use the important one to continue to do what I do. Join us on Facebook for sneak peeks of the painting in progress. Visit our forum for a look at some of my past work. Tickets are on sale now at airoutmyshorts.com. Thank you, and good luck.